This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Daguna Talk back again with you guys for another show for another episode of our Raw Reaction series, our Arsenal Daily Transfer Show, in which we give you guys all the latest Arsenal information. Keep you guys up to date with what's been going on in the Arsenal transfer world and try to make some sense of it all as well with the help of you guys in our chat box too. And also try and help you steer clear of some of the misinformation that is circulating around the airways, which we will do in just a second. But before we do, please make sure you drop a like on today's video and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. Uh, last night was good. Uh, Italy-Austria was at Wembley for the game. First 90 minutes, good football being played, but no goals and it kicked off an extra time, which was nice. It would have been... It would have been a little bit disappointing to go all the way up to Wembley to see a nil-nil and then a penalty shootout to decide it. But it was actually uh, a good game, to be fair, um, in the end. And I'm very happy that we went for it. Got back about half 12 in the end. So it was a late one. So I'm up early this morning to, to get you guys all the latest information. So please drop a like of appreciation because I genuinely would be a very appreciative of it. Anyway, let's kick off. With it is Sunday, which means we're going to be doing the ITK Rater uh, as well. Every single Sunday, we give you guys some funny examples of some of the examples of kind of tweets on social media you should probably steer clear of. Um, and uh, and you guys have been sending me plenty of DMs with these throughout the week, trying to get yours nominated. Um, and I hope this isn't encouraging people to make their own ones. I am trying to be careful about the ones that we do pick. Um, but let's just go through the rules briefly how to avoid being ITK. So first off is check is the account verified. So first good step is the follow account suspicious. Do they have like a few thousand followers? Um, <laughs> just just be careful of that. It's a really good indication. Is it information that can be disapproved? So can you look in for information anywhere else? Is there anything kind of saying otherwise to that information? Uh, if questioned upon their ability to know any information, are they hostile to any accounts claiming that they're fake? And we actually did get that last week. Um, there was an account that replied that, as I always say, freedom of speech is not freedom from scrutiny. So 
If you're going to go and play the game, you've got to be able to take the flak for it. Has the info been reported slash touted anywhere else? Try to cross-reference it. Check your sources. If it's not being kind of talked about anywhere else, it's probably fake. So let's have a look through some of the examples of the best ones from this week. We start off with Capital Guna, uh, who's gone with a very interesting one. uh, And I love the wording in this. Arsenal exclusive, ready to shock English football by preparing 80 million bid for Jack Grealish. Aston Villa want Emil Smith-Rowe, who has declined, but will include one of the five players as part of the deal believed to be Lacazette holding uh, OBA, which I assume is OBA. Um, We move on. Eddie and Elna, um, whoever Elna is. um, We we imagine it's it's Elneny, uh, run out of characters. But yeah, Uh, (laughs) that's a a funny bit of comedy for you there. And again, I I love the wording of this one, to be honest. It's one of my favorites. Uh, so to be more clear, Madison, spelt wrong, is a clear favourite of the offensive power boost. I mean, if you, I mean, Arsenal do need an offensive power boost, if anything. That that is some top quality additions being made to the team. Neves, Cam Vinger, and Lock Lock Lockatley uh, are options on the table to replace Xhaka. Just for just thank you for the clarification. Much appreciate the clarification on that one. Um, we've got Tony here saying Arsenal are in talks for Olympic Lyon um, for French midfielder Hussein Alwa. Uh, his club value at thirty million pounds. And negotiations between both clubs are going well and are very advanced at this stage. I mean, serious talks. I wonder what the stage is between talks, advanced talks, and serious talks. I wonder what the difference is between those. We'll have to find out from some director of football when we get to interview her. Uh, and finally, I think this is the last one, I've got Conmar Balls here who says, hearing Arsenal and Bournemouth, Bournemouth? <laughs> Arsenal and Brighton have come to an agreement over payment structure for the Ben White deal. Unlikely to get announced and finalised whilst White is away with England. However, both parties happy with the sum and instalments. Personal terms have been agreed. Now, we know that um, it's... I haven't because uh, we know from David Ornstein the agreement is not yet made. We've heard nothing about officially that the white deal is is agreed and it's sorted. And until we do, just be careful of tweets of this nature. Anyway, let's move on to the last one, which is from FC Arsenal. Um, who's using my? I think I put this first because it's just using the classic hourglass emoji. If you've ever needed uh, a bit of a sign of, of you know something funny going on. The hourglass emoji uh, probably takes it. Uh, but FC Arsenal says, I'm told that Brighton have accepted Arsenal's second bid for Ben White of 45 million plus 2.5 million add-ons. Oh, so close, so close with the second bid thing because obviously we found out from Ornstein that it was a 45 and around 5 uh, million, uh, million pounds of add-ons. So close, um, but no cigar. Um, but there you go. There's your, your ITK Raiders of the week. As you said, it is... As I've said many times, a joke. <laughs> so many people have taken this quite seriously. But keep sending your DMs in. Uh, I do enjoy a laugh throughout the week to see what people are trying to claim that know some things about Arsenal. Uh, and keep, you know, stay safe online and don't get fooled into liking and retweeting things. It's best to mute, block, move on. And uh, and we move on to the, the, the genuine news that's actually out there. We start off with Granite Xhaka, of course, because where else do we start our transfer shows these days? Italian media yesterday reporting... Um, that effectively, when he leaves uh, with Switzerland, or rather when he's eliminated with Switzerland, that deal is is going to get sorted. So we will keep updating you, um, but it's pretty similar as to what we've always heard in every show so far. It's just a simple fact that when Switzerland go out, 
then you go. So uh, <laughs> we move forwards. Deary me, every single day we're going to end up covering Granite Jacker and saying the same thing, but I don't want to linger on it for too much longer. Um, oh, this is a good one. Daniel Ballard is supposedly close to moving to Millwall on loan next season. Uh, of course, he was with Blackpool last year and did really well, helped them get promoted to the championship and the playoff final. It was really good. And Arsenal are kind of looking at him as a possible future option they let obviously uh, McGuinness leave the club he left for Cardiff on a permanent deal and they I think they've basically chosen um <clears throat> they've chosen Ballard uh, over McGuinness to kind of put that investment of time and and coaching and now another loan deal into they'll assess him at the end of that loan deal and they'll kind of decide upon his future then uh Udegar is very much seeming like he's going to be remaining with Real Madrid there were some reports coming out from Spain uh yesterday that Ancelotti sees him as kind of a very much an integral part of his squad there were some interesting reports the other week about how Florentino Perez was saying that he couldn't they couldn't keep hold of a lot of the players because they've got too many and he named Udegar but I don't necessarily believe that's an, a signal that he was going to go I think he was just talking about young players at the club and used his name and the reports from Spain yesterday pretty much confirmed the fact that Erdogan is going to be along with Angelotti next season. Uh, now, this is an interesting one from uh, Sheffield United's kind of local media reporting that both Ramsdale and Sander Berger have not yet had any official bids made by any club, obviously, including Arsenal. Um, there were some, uh, I remember some ITKs at the start of the window claiming that Arsenal had bid, uh, especially for Sander Berger. That's not happened. Um, but interestingly, why, or rather, the kind of the case in point that we've got with Sheffield United is that because of the price tag associated with specifically Sander Berger, supposedly clubs like Arsenal are going to kind of wait to the end of the window until they're in a little bit more of a pressured situation to sell. If Sander Berger is going to kind of push for a move to push to move away from the club that are now playing in the championship. And then with Ramsdale, apparently Ramsdale wants to stay at Sheffield United. Um, he doesn't have a kind of a will uh, to, to leave. He's not going to push for a leave. And Sheffield United rate him around £40 million. And David Seaman did an interesting interview yesterday where he said, I do I think Ramsdale would be good? Yeah, he's a quality goalkeeper. He's in the England frame. But I'd want both of them here regarding him and Leno. He wants to see Leno stay, does David Seaman. And he obviously likes a lot um, about Ramsdale too. So he Ramsdale has David Seaman's uh, seal of approval, but I'm not sure he's going to get too many of Arsenal fans. I think Arsenal will move for a goalkeeper this summer. I just... I feel like Ramsdale is going to be far too expensive for the type of goalkeeper that Arsenal want, which is pretty much a backup. The Onana situation is very quiet. We've heard nothing. There's no official updates on that. There's no official news being reported on that. We're just going to have to wait and see if that plays out any differently towards the end of the window. I feel like Arsenal may think they can get that done if they need to because of the ban situation. And they're going to kind of wait to see if any other options uh, kind of come to the fore. But I, to be honest, I'd just rather they got the Onana deal done. Um and just, you know, get him in, get him training, and then we can play him at the start of November and use uh, and get a backup goalkeeper into play until then. If Leno moves on, he moves on. Uh, moving on to our final story of the day, Ben White has actually responded uh, to some questions recently. Um, this is reported by Eurosport, and he says it's nice. It's happened quite a lot over the last two years in regards to how much talk there is surrounding him. There's been a lot of noise. Um, so very coy, as you would expect from Ben White when asked about specific transfer links, not being open about where those links are or what kind of clubs he's linked to. I imagine that will happen a little bit more uh, when the England uh, Euro kind of campaign ends uh, and we'll see some more movement on this one. But um, there were some reports that we talked to you about yesterday where Brighton were supposedly playing a little bit of hardball. 
Um, Football London did report that Arsenal are, or they're expecting Arsenal to, to kind of edge closer to get this deal done and that there is no real hitch in the, in the deal at this stage in time, according to Football London. So we'll have to wait and see where this one plays out. Um, but that's his response. That's what he said to the rumours. So he said that it's nice, uh, that there's a lot of noise. Um, interestingly, Simon Jordan, who I know splits a lot of opinion on TalkSport yesterday, said that he feels that White should not go to Arsenal. He feels that he should be going to a, a club of a higher standing, um, which I can understand. Arsenal's stature has fallen um, considerably, but, you know, stuff. <laughs> so, fingers crossed we can get this deal done and he ends up as an Arsenal player. Anyway, let's move on to the final part of the show, which is, of course, getting your thoughts and your feelings in the chat box. So if you have got a question, if you've got some thoughts, please make sure you throw them into the chat box and we will try and get through as many of them as feasibly possible. Um, it's gone pretty quiet on the tactical breakdown for, uh, front recently. We haven't been doing too many of those because obviously not really, not many new new targets have, have surfaced for Arsenal with any kind of legitimacy so far. As soon as some do, we will be getting some more back, but we may have some kind of comparisons, some option videos, kind of the top 10 midfielders that we could go for when Xhaka leaves. We might do some stuff related to that so we will have a look into that but thank you ever so much everyone that's still tuning into all the videos we really appreciate it and if you did uh watch yesterday's show with me and chris we did a whole dedicated video on william saliba's situation as well so make sure you go and give that a read um check says is no one else concerned about us bidding uh, overbidding for an english talent i don't think we're overbidding for ben white at this stage i think white is very much um, I, I think White is very much a deal that's that's that expensive for specific reasons. He costs that much because he's English, because he plays for a Premier League club, and because of his age and the fact he's an England international. I mean, you look at Rob Holding's price being reported, which is about um, it's about it's about thirty million quid supposedly. So that's an interesting one. Um, any fantasy updates, says Dan? No, we'll do that at the end of the uh, at the end of the rounds, like we did with the uh, with the other match day. It was top at the end of match day three, into the group stage. So at the end of the round of sixteen, we'll see where we're standing after that one. Uh, Zach says, Tom, why go for White when we had to split up Gabriel and Holding last season due to communication issues? I mean, that was what was kind of touted that they didn't necessarily work too well together. Um, it does not mean that you don't then improve by getting a better player that also speaks English. Gabriel is now in the UK. He's living in the UK. His communication is only going to get better. We've got the opportunity to get a player that's better than holding, younger than holding, better at playing out the back from holding, and has more potential than holding. So it makes sense to do that. So communication is not a reason um, to, to change that whatsoever. Uh, Darren says, all right, Tom, heard possible talk of Brighton trying to ask for more money than 50 million. If this is the case, would the uh, would we walk away from the deal? It depends how much they want. Um, I saw the reports as well. As we just said, Football London did report that despite those uh, that piece of news, they still feel that Arsenal are kind of edging closer to this deal. So I'm not going to let it concern me too much. It is one that I'm confident that Arsenal hopefully will, will be seeing get done, but we have to wait and see, um, yours says Marla or Celic, in your opinion. Well, based off the Euros, you would say Marla. Based off the last two seasons, you would say Celic. So it's interesting, isn't it? Like how a tournament can change your view about players. Like Celic's had a much better domestic last couple of years than Marla. Um, but Marla's been doing very well. We got his move to Atalanta, previously playing in, in Belgium, I think it was. So that, it is an interesting um, 
player and it's one that I like. And I think the fact that you can play either side and could be a backup left back to Tierney, that is certainly proving to be an interesting case. So we will see if there's any movement on that one. Um, Alistair says, would Singraven, um, would Singraven be a good option at backup left back? Um, is he, a, is that the Bayer Leverkusen, uh, left back? Dutch, is he a Dutch international? Uh, 25 years of age, which would make me think immediately no, because why would he want to? Um, oh, he's Dutch youth international, has never played for the actual uh, full team. Um, I don't think so. I mean, I think he got a special card on FIFA last year, so people became more aware of him, but I think that's about it. But no, I don't, I'm not particularly, a, 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 I don't really rate him too highly from what I've seen. He's not really crept up on my radar as anything to write home about so far. Uh, yes, he says, Tom, do you uh, do you think Arteta wants to turn White to a Kimmich type of player, like a centre-back, right-back, CDM style of player? Uh, obviously, we don't know, do we, Yassir? There's always the possibility that with his ability to have played at DM, to have played at right-back, that he could move him into those positions. But why spend £50 million on a player that's predominantly played at centre-back and playing somewhere else? That's that's what I would question about that situation. Matt says, what about Spinat Zola? I thought he was excellent last night. Was he cover for Kieran Tierney? I mean, again, why would he leave somewhere to be cover for the age that he's at playing at Roma? Um, I don't know why he would leave. Um, so again, I don't think that's I think that's a non-starter. Scott McKenzie says, here is the question. If Arsenal sell Leno, who is your number one choice? Uh, my chosen from West Brom uh, is your thought. Well, interesting to go. Um, is that Sam Johnston uh, you would see wanting to come in over Leno if he does go? To be honest, I, I like the idea of Onana. I think he's got some really, really good kind of abilities playing out from the back. His aerial abilities are questionable at times, but last season did quite well with those, the ones that he had to deal with. His distribution's great, and I think that's part of the reason why he is more of an upgrade upon Leno. Uh, deals with his back line better as well. And when we heard from um, we heard from our expert when we did the tactical breakdown on him, it was very much a case of he's better than Leno is what we were being told. So there you go. Uh, Darren says, seen a lot of talk about the OR links again. Do you think it's possible or just fake news? I mean, we did cover that from an ITK at the start of the show in our ITK Raider section, but um, I mean, I'd be absolutely surprised if Arsenal were not interested in him but I, I don't I, there has been no official reports of anything legitimate regarding Awar at this stage of play um, so I would say take them all as always with a very big pinch of salt in regards to the Awar talk right now but I'll be I'll be surprised if he stayed at Leon uh, this summer I'm, I would expect him to leave after what happened last season after how Leon need to make some money so I would be surprised if if Alwar was at, at Leon next season. Where he goes, we don't know. That's what we're waiting to find out. Uh, Dan says, would I give White the captaincy? No, I wouldn't immediately, but he's certainly someone who has that capacity. I see Kieran Tierney very much as my future captain. Uh, until White, if he does come in, proves to be an equally good leader, then there's always the opportunity that White could be given the captaincy too. Uh, if he says, any news on Neves, that link has disappeared so far. Yes, the, the only... Update on Neves is there was a report yesterday that mentioned him um, in one of the kind of the, the big outlets, mentioned him in kind of an interest just because of the fact that Arsenal have been linked by, I think it was the Times previously a few weeks back that it was, it was kind of named. But there has been no progression on that. As I say, he's another player that's at the European Championships. As soon as the Euros ends or teams start to get eliminated, I'm sure we will see more movement 
on that side of things with plenty of other players. It's just got to wait until the tournament's done. And of course, the Copper America, and then you've got the Olympics starting as well. There's still lots of football to play this summer. So we will certainly have to have a look at that. We might do some dedicated shows if the uh, the games are at like reasonable hours on how Saliba gets on. We will wait and see. Uh, Taib says, Tom, if White is signed, which he isn't so far, who do you think uh, will partner him next season? It's a good question. We talked a lot about this um, in yesterday's show about Saliba. I imagine he'll play next to Gabriel. That's that's my feeling on that one. Uh, I, I can't see Saliba really coming in immediately or going out on loan. So I think he'll play next to Gabriel. Uh, Kieran says, morning, Tom. Uh, just on the James Madison situation, do you know if he's open to the move? I mean... From the reports that have come out officially, all we know is that Arsenal are very much interested uh, in him. He's high up on their list. There's been no bids. There's been no talks. In regards to how he would feel, um, trying to make some sense about where he would leave because Leicester, he obviously, we've heard, is having issues with Brendan Rodgers. Brendan Rodgers is very much a, a person that if a player doesn't want to be there, He's not going to hang on to them. He will let them go. Said that time after time. We heard that from, uh, we heard that from Rob Tanner, who was the Athletics and is the Athletics um, Leicester City correspondent who came on the channel. And who, where would he go if he was going to leave Leicester? I mean, he's not going to go to City because they've got sorted in that area. He's not going to go to Liverpool because they don't really play that position. He's not going to go to Man United because they've got Fernandez and Van der Beek. He's not going to go to Spurs because. Spurs. Uh, he's not going to go to uh, Chelsea because you've got Mounds, etc. You've got Ziyech still there. So, and they're very much focused on other areas. And you do look at the Arsenal situation and go, that's, of all the teams, it seems like that would be the one that makes the most sense. So, who knows at this stage? Uh, we've had a super chat from Taru. Thank you so much, mate. Really appreciate that. It says, assuming Laconga is a done deal for depth, how, uh, who would your preferred expected two other midfielders be between Hawar, Erdogan, Madison, Basuma, Nevers, and Kamavinga? Um, if you, I mean, if you're just offering me any of them, I would choose Madison and, and Kamavinga. Um, but if I was realistic, I'd go Madison and Basuma. Uh, that would be the two, I think, that are more realistic. But if you're saying Kamavinga is available then 100% you go for it. But again, I don't see any realism in the Kamavinga move right now. There's especially no talks going on, that's for sure. Uh, Shailendra says, hey, Tom, uh, fan from India. Thanks, mate. Uh, do you think Arsenal have that much money that they can afford White, Calvert-Lewin, uh, Madison uh, in one window? I think two of them are not affordable for Arsenal. At the end of the day, mate, we have no idea how much Arsenal are going to spend this window. There are no indications about how much money Arsenal have. The only kind of little clue that we might be given is that clearly centre-back is not a big priority for Arsenal. And if they're willing to spend £50 million on one, you would imagine that tells you that other areas of the pitch are also going to receive a fair bit of funding. So that's positive, but it's purely speculative. But there are no indications that Arsenal have got a big budget. There is no reports other than ones that I don't believe to be true that Arsenal have a 250 million budget. I mean, just, no one knows. So how that can be reported is... It's just clickbait. It's all it is. Venkatesh says, Tom, why aren't we talking about a left wing? Even though Saka was doing good at left, having Pepe on the right still preferred Saka there. Saka might be a right wing in the future. Your thoughts? I think, because, I mean, you answered your own question, I feel. I think because Saka, we've got, we can play there. I would play him there. I think Pepe's best on the right. Saka best on the left. You've got Martinelli as well coming through. Bamiyan can play on the left. Smith Rowe can play on the left. I think we've got lots of options there. So that's why we're not seeing. And I think we've got many, many more 
priorities. Uh, Ruel says, any news on uh, right back? The only news is that until Hector Bellerin goes, we're probably not going to see too many links to right backs. Uh, ben White, we know, is someone who we speculate could play there, but I'd be surprised. Uh, Bellerin is in supposed reported talks with the likes of uh, Villarreal, Sevilla, Atletico Madrid, Inter Milan are uh, also reported to be interested, but whether or not that's realistic, there was links with them going for Lazio's Lazzari, so we'll see if that one comes of anything. But I don't expect any right-back movement until Bellerin goes. That's as far as I would be aware on that one, because they've got three right-backs at the club. You can't risk bringing in a right-back when you've got three in Chambers and Cedric and then Bellerin without one of them going first. It would be chaos. It'd be suicide if, if Bellerin then turns around and stays. So it'd be economic chaos if that happened. Uh, Nathan says, do you think uh, we could give Pepe a run at Cam? I'd be very surprised. I, I don't think it works. I don't think he's got the creativity to play at Cam. Uh, I'd like to see him play off the striker, um, but not as a number 10. Uh, not for me. Um, Matt Thornton says, do you think uh, we'd get away with Chambers and Cedric as our right-back options if we don't find the right player for right-back? I would... Oh, uh, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think you could uh, get away with it, to be honest. Um, if we want to have a run of getting into top four without European football, we need to improve as many positions as possible this summer. And I think right back is is certainly certainly one of those. Uh, it was great to hear. Thank you. I wasn't able to really get any footage. I'm afraid. Um, I was when you've got like your mask on for most of the time that you're there. And obviously, there's a lot of people and it's uh, you're not really meant to be filming inside the ground. So I didn't really get any footage. I took some pictures and put them on. Uh, I put them on to the, the, the Twitter if you want to have a look at the Goomba Talk TV. But yeah, I didn't really. I, I thought it was just it was not much point me having a mask on and recording and stuff. So it wouldn't have made too much sense. Uh, Fung Devant says, hey, Tom, uh, I know that Torreira is leaving, but don't you think Torreira and Partey would be a perfect together? I, there is all the possibility, mate, that they would have been a really good partnership. But the fact of the matter is that he wants to go. So he's going to go. Uh, and we'll probably see that one happen after the Cup America finishes. Um, <laughs> what about Vichel? He says, let's not forget, we also have a goalkeeper problem. Ryan is gone and Runnison is not experienced enough as a backup. And we hopefully will see someone come in in that position too. Your says, what would Pepe have to do to justify a 72 million price tag? I, I doubt there's much other than an absolutely like player of the season season. Uh, he'd have to get at least 10 plus goals and assists, I think, in both in both areas um, and maybe more to justify that kind of figure and do it consistently, not just, I mean, 18 goal contributions this first season was decent, but I want to see 10 goals and assists in the Prem. That's what he should be targeting, really. That's That should be his aim, to be honest. Uh, Yusuf says, are we going to get some midfielders in because that's the only positions we need to strengthen as well as right back? I mean, it's not the only position. Backup left back, backup goalkeeper, attacking midfield, central midfield, centre back clearly as well. Um, they're all positions that we need. And so therefore, uh, there's a lot more news. Uh, no news on Kessier or Kessier, however you want to pronounce it. Um, Nils, uh, there's nothing on that. Absolutely nothing. There was murmurs that there was interests and that was it nothing official has ever come out really about him uh any other questions before we wrap up uh abe says if neves is signed who out of him and Partey is most likely to play at the base the 4-3-3 um well i made mean, a 4-3-3 isn't you're not going to use your number 10 in a 4-3-3 that's your 4-2-3-1 so if you want to play a 4-3-3 you could arguably say both of them will play eight and you could put lakonga at your six or you could put neves at six or Partey at six there versatility in midfield means you could play any of them. 
Um, so that's good. No, he's got nothing on Matt Ryan so far. Nothing at all. Uh, Yassir says, Tom, do you think there's any difference between the transfer window and prior windows? I have hope, Yassir. I have hope that there is difference. The links give me hope, but actions speak a lot louder than words, and we are just hearing words right now. Anyway, that is where we are going to wrap up today's show. So thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. As always, please drop a like on the video if you've enjoyed it, and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on. I might be back a little bit on, uh, later on today if there's any big news that drops for us to talk about. But other than that, I'll be back tomorrow morning, as always, to give you guys your latest Arsenal transfer update. Please drop a like on the video and uh, join the Discord server as well, becoming a member and helping support the channel. See you again very, very soon, guys. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.